to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. Father in heaven, we are grateful, we are thankful. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to gather before you to hear your word. Lord, we pray that you give us of your spirit to guide us into all truth. We pray, Lord, that you give us receptive hearts to receive your word. Let your word not fall on stony grounds, but let it fall on fertile ground and let it bring forth fruits in our lives we are grateful we are thankful in jesus name amen please clap your hands together for the lord as you take your seats well today we um, have a pause on our series of born again and we are beginning a new series for our feeding 527 or our status 527 and we are sharing on backsliding backsliding it's a good place to clap your hands together for the lord backsliding i mean i'm not talking about the dance backsliding some of you are too young to know what is backsliding but there was once a dance called backsliding but that is not what we are talking about we are talking about backsliding as pertain to the word of god amen backsliding and not too long ago we talked about backsliding but you know i believe we were in the spirit the lord is revealing to us even giving us another opportunity to talk about this message or this topic again and I believe it's quite in order. How many of you agree with me that it's in order? In the time that we are in, a lot of people are backsliding. Hallelujah. A lot of us are backsliding. Now, what is backsliding? What is backsliding? Today we are going to talk about the biblical description of backsliding. And if you have the book Backsliding by the prophet, you can open it and we can read it together backsliding what is backsliding hallelujah you see it has become more and more apparent that many people start their christian walk or their christian life in a very special way but then they don't progress in the way that they ought to or in the way that they should they don't progress in that direction you know and you see it more and more as people grow in their Christian walk that many people behave as if serious Christianity is for the beginnings of life serious Christianity is for the times when things are difficult the difficult of phase of life that's how many people treat Christianity or 
behave with Christianity. That you are serious with God in the difficult times of your life. And when things change, when things improve, when things get better, then you relax in your walk with God. Hallelujah. How many of you have noticed that? That not you, but many people behave like that. You see, because many people start strongly with God. They start strongly with God. But then at a certain juncture in their lives, they backslide. They slow down their walk with God. So what is backsliding? What's backsliding? And I'm wondering who knows the answer to that. What is backsliding? What is backsliding? When we say someone is backsliding, someone is or has backslidden, what does that mean? You see, backsliding is not necessarily that you now take to smoking. Like you are now smoking cigarettes or now you are drinking alcohol. You know, backsliding is not even necessarily that you've now stopped reading the Bible or you've stopped praying. That is all backsliding, but that is not necessarily all that backsliding is about. Hallelujah. You know, do you smoke? Doris, do you smoke cigarettes? Gifty, do you smoke? Do you drink alcohol? Do you have problem with men? Doris, do you have problem with men? You see? Jesse, do you have problem with women? Do you smoke marijuana? Do you use cocaine? Do you see? He doesn't smoke. Do you steal? Do you cheat on your wife? Andrea, do you have three boyfriends? Do you go to clubs at night, on Friday night, Saturday, and get drunk and come home? You see, when you see, when you hear that someone is doing that, you conclude that he, she's backsliding. You conclude that this person is backsliding. No doubt in your mind. Do you see? But backsliding is not necessarily that. None of these people are smoking. They are not womanizers. Or they are not patronizing in men. They don't go to clubs and get drunk and fall into all kinds of places. Get arrested. That is not their lifestyle. So, you may not be doing any of these things, which to us, it's also good that you are not doing them. Do you understand? It is good because you are doing them. It also shows you are backsliding. So, what is really backsliding? What is backsliding? Backsliding is a change in your situation which is not as good as the former. It is a change in your situation which is not as good as the former state. So it is a change in your Christian life to a new state which is not as good or is not better than how you used to be. If your state is not better than how it used to be or is not as good as it used to be, it is backsliding. Amen. So you may not be smoking marijuana, you may not be committing fornication, you may not be committing adultery, you may not be stealing, you may not now tend to be a liar, 
But you have not stopped, or you even have not stopped coming to church. You have not stopped coming to church. You see, when someone stops coming to church, you will say that the person is backslidden. But you have not stopped coming to church. But the state that you are in today is not as good as how it used to be. That is backsliding. That is clearly backsliding. If your current state is not as good as it used to be, or it's not better than how it used to be, then you are backsliding. How many of you understand what I'm saying? How many of you know some people whose current state is not how it used to be? Amen. Amen. You are not better than how you used to be. Or you are not even as good as how you used to be. When there is no progress, you don't see any progress in your Christian life when you compare, for instance, September 2020 to September 2021. When you don't see any progress, it means you are backslidden. Hallelujah. In Revelation chapter 3 and verse 16, the Bible says, so then, because you are, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spill thee out of my mouth. I will spill thee out of my mouth, because you are neither cold nor warm. Amen. You are neither cold nor hot. I will spill thee out of my mouth hallelujah so you see you have not left the church you have not stopped coming to church but god says he will spew you out of his mouth why because though you are in the church you are not hot and you are not cold but you are lukewarm so in a christian walk you are either hot or you are cold when you are lukewarm the Bible says God will spew you out of his mouth. Hallelujah. You see, people backslide usually at the juncture of life. At the juncture of life, that is when you see people backsliding. Hallelujah. So whenever you come to the crossroads of life, you ought to watch out for backsliding. Whenever you come to a state where there is a, going to be a transition in life, you risk the chance to backslide. Hallelujah. What do I mean by that? You see, when people get to a stage in life where there is a big transition, there is always a risk for backsliding. And what are some of the junctions in life? Or what are some of the major crossroads in our lives? One major, major, one major crossroad is marriage. You see, when people get married, they have a chance to backslide. What do I mean by that? When you get married, there is a high opportunity that you will attribute you're not doing much for God because of the marriage. You stop doing the things that you used to do because of marriage. So you are not as good as you were before marriage. That is backsliding. 
Another big crossroad is when we have children. Having children. Having children is a big crossroad for backsliding. When people have children, they stop doing the things they do for God. Am I speaking the truth? When people have children, they wrap all their lives around their children and they stop serving God. Everything in their lives pertains to their children. But what I notice is that when people have children, they don't stop going to work. People will have children and they will still go to school and do all kinds of things. So that is a big crossroad for backsliding. The other big crossroad for backsliding is prosperity. When people prosper, they stop serving God. Amen. When people get small wealth, they stop serving God. When people's position improve, their financial situation improve from where they were, they stop serving God. They backslide. Mind you, they don't stop coming to church. I didn't say that. They don't start smoking. They are not taken to drinking. Are you listening to me? They have not become womanizers because they are prosperous, but they are backslidden. Their state is not as good as they used to be. Hallelujah. Another big juncture is when someone moves from a country of hardship to a prosperous country. When people move from a country of hardship to a prosperous country, they backslide. I can go around and ask each one of you what you used to do before you came here in your former church, in your home country, and you realize that you are backsliding. Some of you were choir directors. Some of you were treasurers. Some of you were assistants to your pastors. Some of you were, some of you were on a pastoral line. I mean, many of you here ought to be pastors today. Many of you. Hallelujah. Donna, you should be a shepherd preaching today. Amen. When we state, when we sit in the same position, in the same state where we are in and not moving on, we are backsliding. Amen. You should be ministering, preaching, sharing the word with your friends, bringing them to church. Hallelujah. You see, when you are on the highway and you are driving, you know, you can be driving at 60 miles per hour and you see that people who are also driving at 60 miles per hour are behind you. You keep their distance. You're still going and they never catch up to you. When you start slowing down, you see that everyone starts passing by you. You have not stopped going. You have not stopped. You are still going, but you see that you are falling. If someone were to look from the side, they will see that your car is as if it's going back. 
Have you seen when you are in a fast car, when someone is driving and you pass by people, they look like they are going back. That is backsliding. They are moving, but they are slowing. Amen. So they have not stopped. You have not stopped coming to church, but you are backsliding. You are not praying the same way you used to pray. You are not fasting the same way you used to fast. Because you have no need. You, have not, you are not shepherding. Even now when we talk about shepherding, you are angry. You say this shepherding thing, I'm done with it. I don't want to hear it. And so you don't have any need to pray. No need to fast. There's no, no edge in you. If you are praying, you can challenge me if I'm not. If you are praying, you are praying about some personal issue. Nothing to do with the work, the work of God. That is backsliding. Am I preaching to someone? Another juncture where we ought to watch out for backsliding is promotion at work. When we get promoted, when you are promoted, it is a big juncture for people to backslide. Hallelujah. So sometimes, you know, you wonder if it was better for some people not to have come to certain crossroads. You know, you wonder if it was better that you were not married. Oh, seriously. Would you rather be married and go to hell? So sometimes you wonder if some people, it was better that they were not married. Because their marriage has brought them back sliding. Sometimes you wonder if it was better that you didn't have a child. Or it's better that you didn't even move to this country. Do you see? But sometimes, you see, when we are praying for something and the Lord is withholding it from us, we do not understand. We do not understand. Because sometimes some of these blessings, they turn out to become a curse to us. Amen. And no one is too strong for backsliding. No one, backsliding is not pertaining to people who have not been in a church for too long. It doesn't matter how long you have been in a church. It doesn't matter what state you are in the church. It doesn't matter what position you occupy in the church. You can be a pastor and you are backsliding. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You could have been in a church for many years, but now you are backsliding. Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 12, it says, Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed, lest he fall. Let him that thinketh he standeth. And when you, are, when you have been a Christian for many years, when you have served the Lord and done so many things, you feel very strong. You feel that backsliding is not state. Because you, you look at yourself, you have not stopped praying. You have not stopped doing your quiet time. You have not stopped fasting. You have not stopped coming to church. But you are backsliding. And you don't associate yourself with backsliding. And that is why this message is important for all of us. Amen. So we want to look at a few scriptures. How God sees the backsliding state. 
how God describes that. You see, the backsliding state is such an awful state. It is such a horrible state that its description is you can't even find pleasant things or anything that can describe it but some awful state that the Lord describes a person who has backslidden. And we are going to look at these few scriptures that describe the backsliding state. You see, the prophet Jeremiah was someone that the Lord raised up at a time when Israel and Judah had sinned and they had fallen away from their walk with God. And they were about to be taken captives in Babylon. So God used Jeremiah to reveal to the people the backsliding states of their hearts. And that is what we are going to look at. How the prophet Jeremiah described, he is the one who talked so much about the backsliding state. He's called the crime prophet. He looked at how horrible the state of the people were, how sinful they were, and how far they have walked away from God. And he lamented, and he always preached to them. And he says, turn from your wicked ways. Turn back to God. You have moved far away from God. And he preached strongly about backsliding. So let's look at these few scriptures of backsliding as uh, the prophet Jeremiah revealed them to us. And the first one is exchanging fountains for broken cisterns. Exchanging fountains for broken cisterns. Jeremiah chapter 2. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 12. Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 12. It says, Be astonished, O ye heavens, at this. And be horribly afraid. Be ye very desolate, saith the Lord. The next verse. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and healed them out, cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. This is a backsliding state. It says, the Lord Jesus, who is a fountain of living waters, as, the, as God has given us the Lord Jesus, we have turned away from this great fountain of living waters and have healed for ourselves broken cisterns. Now, I looked up broken cisterns on the internet and it was a horrible state. Broken cisterns are wells that are dug by men or built by men where they used to collect water from and used to bring out water from the ground and they used to get the water to drink, to cook, to do all kinds of things. And then at some point, it's broken. And so when it's broken, it now becomes muddy, brown with all kinds of green things in it and stagnant and disease infested have you seen something like that before when you go to a place and there's stagnant water it doesn't move you know it rains and some water come in and it's muddy it's brown it's dirty 
it stinks and it's smelly and it's disease infested would you put your cup in and take some of that water to drink that is a backsliding state God says we have healed for ourselves broken systems that is broken system and we are forsaking the fountain of living water so you see when you are in a state like that I mean we imagine that people will be drinking from water like that Bishop describes once when he was in medical school he went to a village in Ghana and the people have something of that nature in a village in a small village they have this water source that they have dug and people wash clothes in they defecate around the place and the rain comes and washes the feces into the water and the water is brown and it's dirty and that is what the people use to cook that is what they drink that is what they use to bathe and when you go to visit and they bring you water in a cup that is how they they serve you you see when people are in a state like that they can't even see that there's something wrong when you go and you see water like that, you wouldn't want to drum it. But they are happily drinking, bathing, washing, and doing all kinds of things. That is the state of a backsliding person. Hallelujah. God has given us an alternative to the dirty brown water. God is telling you that when you backslide, you are going back to something terrible which will eventually kill you. He's telling you do not to not to do something as absurd as drinking that muddy water. Hallelujah. The next state, number two, is becoming a degenerate wild vine. Becoming a degenerate wild vine. Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 21. Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 21. He says, Yet I had planted thee a noble vine you see in all of these you see a beauty of a situation which has become degenerate or has become something horrible that is a backsliding state amen are you listening to me or you don't like what i'm sharing with you that is a backsliding state and backsliding is it's, it's so subtle that when you are backsliding, you will not even know. It's not obvious. It's not visible. You see, I asked this young man, are you a womanizer? Are you an alcoholic? Do you drink? Do you smoke? He doesn't do any of these. Do you cheat on your wife? I mean, if you heard that he's cheating on his wife, wouldn't you say he's backsliding? You say he has gone mad. He has gone far away from God. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 21. Becoming a degenerate wild vine. He says, Yet I have planted thee a noble vine, holy a right seed. How then art thou turned into the degenerate plant of a strange vine unto me? 
a strange vine. Another version says a wild vine. So you are that nice vine that the Lord planted. You see, the Lord is showing us here a description of a backslider. Is that of a good plant which has degenerated into a thorny and strange or wild plant. God is showing us how a farmer's plantation from which he was expecting a good yield turned into a field of thorns and useless weeds. When we backslide, that is how we become. From a precious vine that the farmer has planted and is expecting fruit from it, Joe, it has now turned to be a wild vine. It has become a, a wild vine, a degenerate wild vine. Bansi, do you understand? That means it has become something that is unbearable. Something that is not useful. It's not useful to the farmer. Ilona, do you understand? It's not useful. You have planted a precious seed and what you are expecting from it are precious fruits. And what we are seeing now is a degenerate vine. Hallelujah. A degenerate vine. Amen. Why on earth would you want to allow yourself to degenerate into a thorny and worthless shrub? This is how God sees you when you backslide. God's problem with Israel was that he had invested so much love so much care, so much tenderness and time into their lives, yet they had turned into disobedient, hard-hearted, and wicked people. Will you allow yourself to become a worthless creature before God? The answer should be definitely no. Say no. Say no. I refuse to be a degenerate vine. Amen. The next one, Becoming a wild camel. Becoming a wild camel. Jeremiah 2 and verse 23. Jeremiah 2 verse 23. Verse 23. Go to verse 23. It says, How canst thou say I'm not polluted? I have not gone after Baalim. See thy way in the valley. Know what thou hast done. Thou art a swift dromedary traversing her ways. You see? He said, how come? How can you say that I am not polluted? You see, he says he's not polluted. He's not polluted. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? He's not polluted. How can you? And God is seeing, looking at you and he said, how can you say you are not polluted? How can you say you are not polluted and have not gone after Balin? If you are not an idol, you are not worshipping idols, you have not backslidden in your own understanding. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You are sitting in church. How can you say I'm backslidden? I still come to church. But then he says, see thy way in the valley. Know what thou hast done. Thou art a swift dromedary traversing her ways. Dromedary is camel. You say you have become a wild camel. A backsliding or backsliding Christian is described as a swift dromedary traversing her waist. 
A dromedary is another name for a camel. It is a wild and swift creature which strays anywhere. It strays anywhere. No control. The heart of a backsliding person is an unrestrained as a wild camel. It is not under control of anything. You watch. When you are backsliding, we can't tell you to do things. When you are backsliding, we can't ask you to do anything. When we tell you to do this, you won't do it. We say, come to church, you won't come. Turn your video on, you won't turn it on. Am I preaching to someone? Zoom people. And see, the ones whose videos were on are now going off. I'm with you. Amen. You have become a wild camel. You are unrestrained. You cannot be told to sit here. That is a backsliding state. Now you see, some of these things are not completely visible. Do you see? Because you see, if I tell you, if I say, Zadian, do this, do that. You will not stand before me and say, Reverend, I won't do it. Do you see? Or if I send someone to you and I say, Joe, tell Andy to do this. And it's in the name of the church. If someone sends you and it's in the name of the church, it means I've sent the person. Joe, isn't that so? Kwame. But you see, you won't do it. Because you are a wild camel. You are a wild camel. And Christian backsliding, I'm telling you, is very subtle. It's very subtle. They remember behind, tell them something, they smile in front of you, they are nice in front of you, and then you go, oh, please, please, please. We are tired. We are tired. Amen. Wild camel. But you see, you will not associate yourself with a wild camel. You say, how can you say that? Bishop describes a friend of his. He says, the best way I could describe this person was loose and wild. He has gone loose and wild. And this guy was in England and on fire for God and he had backslidden. So they went to visit him, trying to minister to him. He was someone who was up and coming. And when they talked to him, right in front of them, he pulled a cigarette to smoke and you blow the, the thing on the people to show them that I have gone too far gone too far. You can't do anything at this stage. Then he pulled up an album and he threw the album to them to look in, to see the photographs, how he's drunk with women and doing all kinds of things to show you that I have gone too far. I am a wild camel. But no matter how far you've gone, God wants you back. Amen. Amen. The next one is becoming a wild ass. Becoming a wild ass. Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 24. 
Jeremiah 2 verse 24 it says a wild ass used to the wilderness that snuffed up the wind at her pleasure in her occasion who can turn her away in her occasion who can turn her away a wild ass the Berkeley translation says like a wild donkey accustomed to the wilderness in the heat of her passion snuffing up the wind in the time of her mating who can turn her away hallelujah many backsliders are like the wild animals heated up with passion looking for a mate you see it says no males seeking her need worry themselves that is what the amplified bible says it says no male seeking her need worry themselves in her month they will find her seeking them that she will go about seeking them when a person is backslidden it's like a woman who goes about seeking men she's like on heat do you understand what that means it's like a woman, an animal, a female animal who is on heat. When a female animal is on heat, it's going wild looking for any male that is available because it has to happen. That is a backslide. Can you imagine that when you backslide? That is how God sees you. I don't think you like to be seen as such. Amen. So usually when people backslide like this and you call them, they have no time. They don't even want to talk to you. They don't answer your phone. But you see, the unbeliever boyfriend will call and she's running. She's running. She's on heat. Running without undergarments. To go and meet. Our children are with us, so we cannot say a lot of things. We will save it for when we are separated. The next one, the next description of a backsliding person or a person who is backsliding is a lady who forgets her ornaments. A lady who forgets her ornaments. Chapter 2 and verse 32. Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 32. Lady who forgets her ornaments. He says, Can a maid, you see, he said, Can a maid forget her ornaments? Can a maid forget her ornaments or a bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me days without number. Wow. Can a maid forget her ornaments? You see, According to Jeremiah, the backslidden person is like a woman who forgets to put on her ornaments. Many women are attached to their earrings. Do you know that? I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's mask with haircut, caps, cover your face, anything. The woman will still put on their earrings and still do their makeup. Whatever part of the face is left, they will paint it. That is the woman. It's, it's a strange thing. Do you see? That the woman will forget her ornaments, her earrings, her necklace, and her makeup. 
There are some women who will never go out in public without their makeup, their earrings, and things like that. Do you see? There are some women, even when you are coming to visit them, you don't tell them you are coming, and you just show up, they will not open the door. They will not open the door. To come and find them just plain face like that, they will not open the door. Why didn't you tell me you are coming? Or they will send you away and then you come back when they are done. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So when a person has backslidden, the Bible is describing it as a woman who forgets her ornaments. A woman who goes out and forgets to put on her ornaments, her earrings, her necklace, her makeup, and has gone out. Women don't do that. That is how God sees a backslidden person. God compares the backslidden person to a young woman who has forgotten to beautify herself with her numerous dresses, shoes, necklaces, earrings, mascara, and the rest. That is so unusual. That is so unusual. And when you backslide, that is how your state is. You are seen as a young woman who has forgotten her ornaments. Hallelujah. And the next one, a bride who forgets her wedding gown. Wow. I don't know how many of you have heard that before. That a bride on the wedding day, she forgot her, on her wedding gown. I mean, some women buy their wedding gowns like a year before. They know they are going to have a wedding. They buy the wedding gown a year ahead of time. Sometimes it's not even their size, the current size. But they have plans that no matter what, they will fit in this wedding gown. And whatever they will do to fit in that gown, they will do it. When it comes to the wedding, you say women cannot lose weight? When it comes to the wedding, every woman can lose weight. I'm telling you. Sometimes they say it's so hard. You know, it's so difficult. Even when it pertains to health. And you say for the sake of your health. Because of high blood pressure, because of diabetes, lose weight. It's so hard. It's so difficult. Reverend, you don't know how it is. You know, I'm trying. But when it comes to the wedding, when it's supposed it's to put on a wedding gown, the way to go. That two hours or three hours that she's going to wear that gown. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? There's some women, when they have their wedding and they record the videos, they will sit at home for a month watching the video. They run the video and they look at it. They see themselves coming down the aisle in the gown and the trail and people are lifting it and everybody's standing for them and they are the most beautiful, the most beautiful person in the whole place for the day, for a few hours. And they watch it and they rewind and they watch it. They turn it and watch it and watch it. They're very happy. So can you imagine... That a woman will come and say, today is my wedding. And I've shown up at the hotel. I forgot my wedding gown. It will never happen. But that's how Christians, when they backslide, that is how God, God is an impossible situation that has happened to you. A horrible situation. You are compared to a woman who has forgotten her wedding gown on the day of wedding. 
That is how God sees you. A horrible state. The next one, a lover playing the harlot. A lover playing the harlot. Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 1. Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 1. A lover playing a harlot. Wow. It says, They say, A man put away his wife, and she go from him, and become another man's. Shall he return unto her again? You answer that question. You didn't, you didn't hear me. If a man put away his wife, and she go from him, and become another man's, shall he return unto her again? Shall he return unto her again? Shall not that land be greatly polluted? But thou hast played the harlot with many lovers, yet return again again to me, saith the Lord. Wow. You see, God is comparing the backslider to a woman who is married to a man of her dreams. But then decides to go after other men. She's married, but decides to go after other men. She's jumping over walls. Here, there are no walls. (laughs) But some places, women jump over walls. Go and see their lovers. She leaves her dear, beloved, charming prince in bed and goes to hunt for fresh blood. You see, many people find the profession of prostitution a very horrifying and repulsive thing. You see, they cannot imagine how people can abuse their own bodies just for money. Or just for a living. There was a lovely woman who had a respectable husband. After some years of marriage, this lady began to have affairs with other men. She would climb over the wall and run away at night when her husband was asleep. Can you imagine something like that? Here, there's no wall, so you take the elevator down. Or maybe walk by the stairs, go to the fifth floor. You move from the 23rd floor to the fifth floor where your lover is. You see, so this is a married woman who is doing something like that. Leave the husband and have an affair. I know of a young woman who was a Christian. She was married in the church and on a weekend, when her husband goes to work, her husband was working nights. So she will book a flight. Are you listening to me? She will book a flight. And then when the husband goes to work on Friday, she will also take the ride to the airport and fly to some state to be with her lover and spend the night with the lover and then board the plane and come back. So when the husband comes back from work, she's in bed. True story. You think I'm making it up? 
She did that for a long time. <laughs> Not knowing that that was a payback for the husband because the husband was doing something like that also. And the woman found out. So when she found out, then she also decided to also go on trips. So you see, you hear of something like that and it's horrible. But think now of a married woman who has now become a prostitute. That is how God sees a backslidden person. He says, a lover played a harlot. You are now playing the harlot. You have become a prostitute. So backsliding state is such a disgusting state to the Lord. And beloved, many of us are backslidden. Many of us are backslidden. Many of us are backslidden. And sometimes we backslide and we lose some people also in our state. That is even horrible. Because you see, when people are doing something evil or something bad and they have company, it makes them feel good. It makes them feel good. Amen. The last one. Eating your own vomit. Eating your own vomit. Proverbs chapter 26 and verse 11. As a dog returned to his vomit, so a fool returned to his folly. You see, many of us don't like certain foods. You know, there are certain foods that no matter what, you will not eat it. You see, you will not eat it. You know, if they're giving you know, they have these fresh snails, very small, small snails that they are uncooked and people serve it, you know, as a delicacy. You know, no matter what you do to me, I can't eat something like that. You see, I'm very liberal with, you know, I try things, but something like that, I will not try. You see. So there are certain things that even when it's described to you, it sounds so disgusting. So here we talk about a dog one day ate some porridge and I think it was spoiled. You know, but the dog ate it. And after a while, the dog fell sick and the dog vomited. Vomited the porridge out. And it was so smelly. It stunk. It was a horrible sight. It was porridge mixed with bile. You know bile? Bile is the green thing that you vomit out when you have not eaten and you feel sick. You see, you vomit and it's green if it's not food. So it has mixed with that. And then you can see the slimy porridge with the bile. And it stunk. It smells so bad. And then the dog went away and then came back. And the dog started eating the same thing again. You see, even he cannot stand it. He said, no way. You see, but that is how God sees the backsliding state. When we backslide, God sees how we have turned back to our own vomit. And now we are drinking our own vomit. May that never be a sight before the Lord 
when it comes to you. May you never present as a wild camel before the Lord. May you never be seen as a wild dromedary. May you never be seen as a lover that plays the harlot. May the Lord deliver you from a backsliding state in the name of Jesus. May you not appear so disgusting to the Lord that you leave the living waters, the fountain of living waters, and you heal to yourself a broken cistern. May the Lord never bring any juncture in your life, any form of prosperity, any form of upliving, any form of uplifting, any form of progress that will cause you to backslide. May he always bypass you. May you never be described as a harlot, a lover who has become a harlot in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet and let us pray. Let us pray for a moment for the Lord to deliver us, all of us. We are backslidden in our state. When we look at our current state today, we should have gone very far with the Lord. We should have progressed in our walk with the Lord. We should have done more than what we are doing today. Lord, look upon us and have mercy. Have mercy in the name of Jesus. Deliver us from this state of backsliding. Deliver us, O oh God, from this state of backsliding, going backward with our walk with you in the name of Jesus. May we not appear as the people that Jeremiah described. May we never appear as such in the name of Jesus. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. Difficulty, challenges, situations that come our way that make us now lack in our walk with you, not progress in our walk with you. Lord, deliver us from them. Deliver us, Lord. Deliver us. Have mercy upon us in the name of Jesus. Have mercy upon us. Father, if there's any difficult situation, we avail our hands, pull our hands from this backsliding state. Pull our hands. Deliver us, Lord. Deliver us. We have not stopped coming to church. We have not stopped praying. We have not stopped fasting. But Lord, you see our hearts. You know our hearts. And you know, Lord, that we are backsliding. We are not the same. We are not in the same state where you found us. And certainly, Lord, we have not progressed. We have not moved forward in our work with you. Today, we avail ourselves for change, for transformation in the name of Jesus. Father, there are many here who were on fire for you. They were on fire. They were serving you. Oh, Lord. They were crying for your work. Oh, Lord. They put their hearts in your work. They put their strength, their energy in their work. They have worked for you, Lord. But today, Lord, we are backslidden. We are far from that state. Deliver us. Deliver us, Lord. Have mercy upon us. In the name of Jesus. We cry unto you, Lord. Set us free from this backsliding state. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Upon us, 
Look upon our hearts, Lord, and have mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Now with all eyes closed and every head bowed, you are here this afternoon. You want to give your life to Christ. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior. You know the state that you are in today. That if you were to die today, you are not even sure where you will be. You don't know your state before the Lord. You don't know how the Lord is seeing you. Are you being seen as a wild trumpeter? Are you being seen as a wild camel? As a lover that's playing the hustle, are you being seen as a dog that returns to his own vomit? If you are not sure, you can return to the Lord once again. We have done horrible things, Lord. We have fallen short of your glory. But you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus again as my Lord and as my that is your prayer and you want to give your life to Christ, you are soon, you are listening to me, you want to receive Jesus as your Savior, wherever you are, you are here in this sanctuary, lift up your hands and I want to pray with you, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, I want to pray with you and I want the rest of the congregation to join me and say this with me and say, Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I have sinned. I have sinned. I have gone far from you. I have gone far from you. I have fallen short of your glory. I have fallen short of your glory. This afternoon. This afternoon. I come before you. I come before for you. Forgiveness. For forgiveness. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your Please blood. Please cleanse me with your blood. Please cleanse me with your blood. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I come back to you. I come back to Receive you. Receive me. Receive me. And I welcome you. And I welcome you. Into my heart. Into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Take me. Take me. As one of your beloved. As one of your beloved. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sing, Shana. have been blessed with this powerful message come and worship with us on the zoom platform with id number 823-299-84436 every sunday at 12 p.m eastern standard time god richly bless you